Welcome to another episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Chowder, PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Miriam. Another scouting report for you guys. We did Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Jamar Chase, Panay Sewell, QB4 video. Now, finally getting to my guy and the resident Penn State fan, Penn State Bro. linebacker Michael brother, who opted <laughs> out and declared for the draft. Don't boo him. Of course, though, before I'm he's booing the video. you, Max. Oh, Follow our Twitter at Boomer Bus Draft and Reddit at Boomer Bus Draft Show. We got a website. We have Spotify. We're on YouTube. Just everything's in the links down below. Just go check us out um, everywhere down there. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a like on this video too. Let's give the background on Micah Parsons. He's six foot three, two hundred forty-five pounds. Former five-star recruit, number five overall, number three defensive end in the country in twenty-four-seven Sports Composite in twenty eighteen. Quick little insane stat for you guys. As a running back, in as a junior, he won Pennsylvania State Offensive Player of the Year as a junior. And as a senior, he won Pennsylvania State Defensive Player of the Year. So the guy, both sides of the ball, you know what, with Journey Brown maybe being out for the year, we could use him at running back right now. But I digress. So he made the freshman All-American team in 2018, consensus All-American in 2019. He was a finalist for the Butkus Award as a true sophomore, which is given to the nation's top linebacker. And in two years, he had 192 tackles, 19 tackles for loss, six and a half sacks, five passes defensed, six forced fumbles, one fumble recovery. And perhaps most importantly, we're best friends now because he retweeted and liked my tweet. So close personal <laughs> oh, friend, Michael Parsons. Close personal friend, Michael Parsons. Nick, let's start with Long you. friends. When you watch Parsons, uh, Nick, what do you? What are his biggest strengths? I mean, in terms of just vision, feel, angles, acceleration, athleticism, he just looks like a you know he's just exploding all over the field and just creating havoc wherever he's going. He's Micah Parsons, the arson, the grand larson, taking the ball from you, blowing, creating fire in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny that you said Ed. Ed. Fire. This boy spit. Was, wasn't expecting a cipher in today's episode. <laughs> Uh, it's funny you say he played edge in high school because I didn't know that, and I actually wrote one of my notes. He could play edge in the NFL if he wanted to. I really believe this guy could play any position along the front seven except for maybe interior D lineman. Uh, he's just he is the 1980s style linebacker where he's just all over that front, you know, all over the box, disrupting run plays, shooting gaps, forcing turnovers, getting hands up, very happy with his hands up in front of passing lanes, knocking the ball down. It's uh, just a super athlete, super big, and unbelievable quickness for his size. Uh, you know, fits into it any defense that needs that type of playmaker in the backfield. I mean, I you just mentioned it there at the end. I think my biggest plus for him is the size, six three two forty five. Usually, you think that's a little big for an inside linebacker at the NFL level, but he covers so much ground, and I think the size, his speed, ability to go horizontally across the field, covers sideline to sideline. He's going to be matched up. He's going to be big enough to cover tight ends. He's going to be fast enough to stay with linebackers. I think the size and speed combination is something that's really, really rare, and I don't really know if there's anybody like it in today's game. I, I love Micah Parsons. Yeah, I mean, not much to add here. Uh, he's explosively fast, <clears throat> like PJ said. Uh, his instincts, his range, his uh, football knowledge is off the charts. And also he's huge in pass coverage, which in the modern NFL, you need your linebackers to be able to drop back every once in a while. Um, so that's a huge box that he checks. And also edge rushing. Uh, you guys also talked about it. Um, 
I mean, he's un unbelievable in stopping the run, and he's also contributed in huge effects in the past. So he plus 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 plus, uh, extremely talented football player. Yeah. So as the resident Penn State fan, like I, I've been watching them for a long time. Like the two best players I've ever seen play at Penn State were Saquon Barkley and Micah Parsons. Like Micah Parsons to me is a Saquon Barkley on Trace defense. Trace McSorley and no nope. phenomenon. Even even with the song, even with the song, he, he doesn't crack it for me. The Did best he not throw it on a dime? He does throw it on a dime, but he is the best quarterback I've ever seen uh, at Penn State. Look, Michael, though, fantastic run defender. One of the best I've ever seen at linebacker. You could see, you guys mentioned it, like you could see how he was recruited as an edge rusher and the way he takes on blocks as well. He gets off blocks really, really well. Um, great run defender in terms of getting to the running back. And also, he's a supreme tackler as well. He gets the running back down really quickly. Not going to see a lot of missed tackles. All around, outstanding football player. Really good pass rusher, too. Um, again, you can see his background as a defensive end. Also, PJ and Tate and Nick, you guys all mentioned it. He's explosive. Reportedly ran a 40 in 443. Yeah, we'll at take 63, 245. Oof. That is ridiculous. Montez yeah, sweat yeah. measurable. Exactly. Exactly. The instincts you guys mentioned are absurd. never takes a wrong angle. Um, if you want to see Micah Parsons, you're like, wow, these guys are really hyping him up. Watch his cotton bowl against Memphis. He had 14 tackles, three tackles for loss, two forced fumbles two pass breakups, a quarterback hit, a forced interception that was returned for a touchdown. One of the most dominant performances I ever saw from a defensive player last year. He was all over the field making highlight plays everywhere. Tate, let's start with you on this one. What are the weaknesses would you say that you see on tape with Michael Parsons? Um, wow, starting with me. Uh, just like the Sewell video, I'm going to be very upfront about this. This is all nitpick. Everything you're going to hear from us right now is just nitpicking little stuff that like really doesn't matter that much because he's going to be really talented anyways uh my one con i'm going to talk about is versus a speed slot guy i know we talked about his 40 time but you know maybe in the nfl with some really quick slot guy he cannot hang um but again extremely nitpick i'm not going to get flamed for twitter on, on this okay just very nitpick very minuscule uh versus speed slot guys i have a small question yeah, I kind of feel bad. This is back-to-back -back videos now where none of us are really going to have like a glaring negative. There's nothing to take away from Penny Sewell, and there's nothing to take away from Michael Parsons. My one thing, and again, it sounds dumb, I didn't think Penny Sewell was mean enough. Michael Parsons maybe just a little too aggressive at times, <laughs> but he's he's really he's good enough to get back into position if he overcommits. But other than that, I mean, his size and speed, it, it doesn't exist. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, my concern was coverage, uh, and maybe more concerning for me, maybe for you than for you guys, I do have him a little lower on my board. Uh, he didn't really play much man, uh, mostly because they had him in as a pass rusher when, when they were playing man, because he's so good at that. Um, but when he was playing zone, it was a lot of middle of the field, middle linebacker zone coverage, where he just kind of sat there, and, and, and any pass breakups he had, he was really good at playing the ball, but it felt like a lot of the time the quarterback just threw it right to him. Um, mm. I'd like to see him kind of be moving more in coverage, and I... I just feel like there wasn't a lot of tape with that yet, so maybe that's a question mark more than like a like an actual negative. But uh, that was the one thing that came up for me. Uh, I had a couple things. One of them was he got his Twitter hacked. I don't know if you guys saw that, and he didn't have a Twitter for a huge long time. Huge negative. That's a huge, huge negative. negative. But that, look, that's really it. Like, there's not a lot to dislike. I do agree <laughs> with Nick, though. One thing I'll say is that like coverage is king for today's linebackers. He's good in coverage, but he's not elite. Like he is in run defending and tackling and pass rushing too. 
He's never had an interception in his career. He only had five career pass breakups. A lot of them, like, kind of just came right at him to me, and he just dropped all of them. Um, he has the instincts, though, and the athleticism to thrive in coverage. But like Nick said, it's, it's a question mark right now. It's not, I'm not yeah. saying he's not can't be good, but it's a question There's mark. no reason. He's so good at everything else. There's absolutely no reason for any of us to expect Michael Parsons to be all of a sudden, like, awful in coverage. There no. is absolutely yeah. no rationale for that. He's been decent. and He's been like, good in it. Like, like, Dylan Moses, I think, has struggled like, in yeah, coverage. I was, I was just about to go into that. It's like, okay, so Dylan Moses is a good football player until, like, you put him in coverage. It's like, oh, yeah. what yeah, Mike, uh, Mike is, like, good. It's just, like, it's just not elite like you see everything else. It's, with it's not his strong suit. Yeah. So, PJ, let's finish it off with you. Ultimately, where does Micah Parsons fit in your board? Uh, is he a generational talent? The last one I promise oh. will do of this guy. Oh. Generational talent. And then do you have a player comp for Micah Parsons as well? Uh, I'm going to start up front. I really don't have a player comp because I, I don't know somebody as big and hey, as Sigmund. fast oh. as him. Yeah, I, I hate to pull a Tate here, but I, I don't really have a player comp. For me, he's number three on my board. Uh, I think I'm the high man at three, but I, I really do think he is just like Sewell an almost absolutely flawless prospect. I, I get, you know, maybe you don't want to take a middle linebacker in the top five. I'm totally okay with it for Micah Park. Um, best since Keekly, Mike Renner said that. I'm going to agree. He is, you know, universes better. We had three middle linebackers go in the first round last year. Patrick Queen, uh, Kenneth Murray, and Jordan Brooks. Uh, those guys literally are not even playing the same game as Mike Parsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, PJ is 100% right there. Um, I don't have, I'm, I'm also pulling a Tate Sigworth funny. Um, I don't have an exact comp, but I'll, I'll tell you his ceiling is on the level of Luke Keekley. And on the mm-hmm. low end, we're talking like KJ Wright, like very good football player, can mm-hmm. contribute. KJ Wright, who's like reliable. good. Yeah, one of really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's, that's the low end, in my opinion. Um, you're, you're going to get with Micah Parsons, a very good football player who's going to contribute on day one. And, will contribute to your football team for a very long time he's number four on my personal big board um so you know maybe he doesn't go in the top five but he's certainly going in the top 10. yeah so i i I try to come up with comps for all these guys i'll try never to say that i don't have one so here's my kind of iffy comp jamal adams with a super mushroom because uh, I think that's what he's going to be. At the NFL. Uh, I mean, I don't hate that. I like I that. Hate that. Yeah, that's, that's a good cop. He's going to be the guy that's chasing quarterbacks down from the sidelines. He's going to be running all over the field, but I just don't think he's going to be, you know, the lockdown a tight end type that you expect from some of these linebackers and strong safeties today. Um, but other than that, he's going to be doing a lot of the, He's He's not the same player measurables wise, but I think in terms of what defense is asking to do, he'll basically be Jamal Adams. Nick, where'd you, uh, where do you have him on your big board? All right, all right. Uh, I got him sixth, uh, I, and that's a linebacker positional value thing for me. Um, in terms of generational, I mean, honestly, I don't really remember Devin White too well two years ago as, as a prospect for me to like feel a compare. I haven't been doing this for that long, but, uh, you know, I, I mean, he's very, very good. He's one of the better linebacker prospects we've had in a while. I, I, I don't like people calling people that, so I won't say for certain he's generational, but he's definitely... One of the better prospects we've had at linebacker in a while. Fair enough, fair enough. So he's my number four overall prospect, too, behind Lawrence Fields and, uh, and Sewell. Uh, PJ, like I said, Mike Renner said that he's the best. Uh, he's a generational talent. I, I kind of agree with that, even though I think he is best since Keekly, who I believe was 2012, I want to say. So I think that's actually his comparison. I, I think Keekly is way better in coverage than Micah, but in terms of instincts and run defending and tackling, 
Um, I think they're really similar football players. And I think Micah could be really good in coverage down the road and be as good of a linebacker as Luke Keekley was, who is one of the best linebackers I've ever seen in my life um, in my 21 years here. But look, it sucks that we won't see him play this year. He's got, but he's got two outstanding years uh, to warrant a top five pick. Obviously, as a Penn State fan, I'm really disappointed I won't be able to see him. But like as an objective draft analyst, I'm looking at that and saying, okay, the people who should opt out and not play Micah, Jamar Chase, like those are the guys that are yeah, big, in Panay right at the top. Big unbiased Big J Jerno energy out of this podcast. I am. Wow, look, listen, at this. look at this. Yeah, what's listen, going on? I posted that tweet and I had Penn State fans coming at me. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. We're on the same <laughs> team here. And they're like, whoa, you think Pat Fryer is be- not better than Kyle Pitts? You're out of your mind. I'm like, I love Pat, dude. I'm like, we've been we through a lot of hardships together as Penn State fans. And you guys are turning on me right now. I was very, very hurt. Uh, but that's all we got on Micah Parsons, who is a outstanding linebacker prospect from the Penn State University. Of course, like our video, subscribe to our channel on both YouTube and Reddit. Comment what you think about Micah Parsons. Is he a generational talent? What do you think about him? Of course, follow our Twitter and Reddit at Boomer Bus Draft. Check out our website below and make sure you like and subscribe again. So for PJ Clark, for Tate Sigrun, and Nick Miriam, I'm Max Chadwick. Have a great night.